When you make decisions for your company, you always look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing and shipping to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your process to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, books, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart if you sell online. Schedule package pickups through the dashboard and automatically see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers with rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are, even on the go. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other business decision makers with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Well, you've probably heard your share of home improvement horror stories, shoddy work, missed deadlines, cost overruns, and no-show home improvement contractors. And maybe you've already lived through that contractor hell, but you don't need to. Reference checking is the ball game. Read our 10 questions to ask a contractor's previous customers when you hit moneypit.com. Just click on ideas and tips, then click repair and improve. And for answers to any home improvement or home repair question, give us a call right now. 888-MONEYPIT. Coast and floorboards to shingles. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. The number is one eight 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 Money Pit. Why would you want to dial that? Well, I'm sure you have a home improvement question. You must have a do-it-yourself dilemma. Something's going on in your house that you want to change. You know, we just started a home improvement project in our house, and it seemed to never end because home That's improvement. Because you did every room in the house, Tom. It's viral. It's like connect the dots. You start in one room and you work your way around the house. But whether you're doing the entire house or just one little project. Maybe it's something as simple as a floor squeak or a nail that's popping through the wall or you've got an entire roof to replace. Call us right now. We'll help you get the job done quicker, safer, and more economical. Call us now at 1-888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974. Hey, speaking of roofs, here's a question for you. When is it a good idea to have a hole in your roof? Oh, a riddle. I love them. Well, when that hole is filled with a skylight, it's an excellent idea. <laughs> excellent. We're going to give you some tips on how to install one, including how to keep the elements out. That's the trick there. You know, putting skylights are in are great, but whenever you put a hole in your roof, you have another risk of a leak. We'll tell you how to do it without having a leak problem. And you might have heard this very popular term uttered once or twice, curb appeal. And it is essential to get buyers in your door, and it can actually increase the perceived value of your home. We're going to tell you what you can do today that's going to help give your home the nicest look on the outside and bring those selling dollars up and up. And in a few minutes, we're going to tell you about a new bathroom design that's not only stylish, it's extremely practical. They are called barrier-free baths. And with us to talk about that will be the editor of Fine Home Building Magazine, Kevin Ireton. And this hour, we're giving away a combination automatically winding hose reel and garden sink from No Crank. It's a great prize. It gets its name from the patented water-powered technology that allows hands-free hose winding. No more mud 
quality hands after you've done all that yard work. It's worth 100 bucks, but it could be yours for free. If you pick up the phone and call us at one eight 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 Money Pit, Leslie, who's first? Listening in in New Jersey on WABC, we've got Grace. How can we help you? Uh, we have a house that's about 120 years old, and we moved into it four years ago. Just before we moved into it, the house had had a fire, and they had restored the house, but they reserved some of it. The hardwood floors on the first floor have these huge cracks in between the, the panels on the floor, the boards. And they had at one point finished them and put, it looked like plastic wood or something in between, but a lot of mm-hmm. that wiped out. And so we have these, it's a very big floor. It, it spans over three rooms, and there are large cracks that you can probably fit, fit maybe one or two quarters in between. Is there any way I can, like, save the floor? If you have a strip floor like that, it's not designed to have a filler in between. It's just not because each one of those boards is moving, and the anytime you put filler in between, it's going to expand and contract, and you know, kind of chunk up and, and fall out. You know, generally those gaps are really sort of—I hate to say it—part of the charm of having the hardwood. If you're looking for a floor that has no gaps in it, then you're going to have to replace that. Right, but as far as the really big gaps, there's really other than just leaving them be. There's nothing I can do about it. Well, if you replace sections of the hardwood floor and uh, you're able to, you know, restore the floor to closer the way it was when it was originally installed, that's an option. I had, for example, in, in, in my home, we had, when we bought this house, there was carpet all over the first floor, and we pulled it up. We know we did find good news. We found gorgeous uh, hardwood floors. The bad news was in the areas around the doorways, it had completely worn so badly that you could almost, you know, there was almost no tongue and groove left, and the boards were really gapped. So we took up large sections of it, but because the floor was so old, I actually had to physically make the hardwood, the new hardwood bores out of stock lumber. I had to physically plane them, so put the tongues and the grooves in them to match them in size because they absolutely were not available. So I was able to make it myself, you know, using a table saw and a router and so on. Um, right. But you can replace boards in that way. And if it's some, you know, certain sort of limited areas of the room, it's possible to do that. But short of that kind of a, of a serious repair, it's either live with it or replace it, Grace. Okay, thanks. <laughs> Thanks, you think, right? <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> but can you pull up one board at a time, or you'd have to do a whole section at a time? Well, no, you could pull up a couple of boards at a time, and the way you would do that is you take a circular saw and cut the board in half, and then it would come up to pieces. So the board you want to replace, you'd cut with a circular saw. And what the renovators did by putting that plastic wood in between the cracks, that was not a good thing. Absolutely not. And it's only a temporary fix, because eventually it's going to break a, it's, up it's or fall It's a big apart. maintenance hassle that they cause yeah, you by doing what, that. That's what's yeah. happened, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's just... It was a completely inappropriate thing to do. Okay. Well, <laughs> better luck next time, Grace. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. At least she has a sense of humor. About it. <laughs> I guess that's all you can have at that point. Joe in New York is looking to get outdoors and enjoy a new deck. How can we help you? Oh, hi. Hi, Leslie. Tom, how hi. are you doing? Terrific. What's cooking? Okay. I uh, built the deck about eight years ago, a pressure treated deck. Okay. okay my backyard and uh, each year I would treat it with uh, like a Thompson water seal and after like the third or fourth year I noticed the deck the wood itself was had excessive cracking in the uh, grains of the uh, wood yes and I was told that was called checking yes mm-hmm. and uh, I tried to treat it you know for another year after that and I just couldn't get it to stop and I had a representative come over and look at it from where I bought the lumber but the store had gone out of business so I, I couldn't make any claim on it. And he told me that the wood itself, it wasn't 
properly treated for the proper length of time under pressure. That sounds like a lot of a lot of speculation, Joe. The, the bottom line is that wood is always going to crack and it's always going to check. And even though it's pressure treated, that stops the wood from rotting. It does not stop the wood from cracking. Mm-hmm. That checking and that cracking is normal wear and tear for lumber. That's what happens. Now, in the, for the most part, it doesn't affect the structural integrity. But of it, it affects the cosmetics issue yeah, of it. And exactly. it can be very, very, you know, like uh, like somebody would take a knife and just score it. Yeah. You might be happier if you stop clear coating it and put a stain on it. Well, and also, I think what you need to do at this point is strip the finish off. Whatever clear coat you have on there from all those years of just putting new, you know, new on top of old, and you're probably not getting the best adhesion, you want to use a chemical stripper, and I say get it down to the bare wood or as close to it as you can. You're not pressure treating it off with some kind of a chemical cleaner. Well, you, you need a combination of chemical cleaner and some muscle. But what Leslie is suggesting is that you use a stripper. Because Which will do the all, work for you. Right, exactly. Oh. But and the, then, deck is, the deck is rather large. It's 36 feet by like uh, 40. Home well, improvements aren't all simple, Yeah, Joe. Th- I mean, this is going to be a, a project that's going to take some time because you can't do everything in one day and things need time to work and dry in, the, in between. But I would say use a chemical stripper. Flood makes a great line of products that are really effective and take off all the finish that you can. Right. And then once you see what that raw lumber looks like, you know, really assess then how it looks. There's a lot of different options as far as solid stains or semi-transparent or even translucent stains. And a lot of them, especially the ones from Flood, are treated with a UV resistancy so that once you choose whether you want the solid stain, and if the lumber is not looking so great, go with a solid stain and just choose a color that's either natural or works with your color scheme or the siding or your shutters. Choose. There's 60-something choices. So pick something that works well for your decor and then get one that has a UV rating in it, which is going to resist blistering and peeling and checking. In the sun quite a bit, yeah. Exactly. And then every year what you want to do is instead of putting a clear coat on top of it, you want to use a cleanser and not just water to clean the deck surface and get rid of all the residue and the deposits that have been there all winter. Because I put a lot of effort into building this gigantic deck. Yeah, and so now you, you want to protect it. it so that you can enjoy it for a long time. Right, right. Oh, I, I appreciate your, uh, your advice on this. Thank you very much. You're welcome, Joe. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT. Hey, Money Pit listeners, are you wondering why that floor is squeaking? Well, we can help you fix it because now you can call in your home repair or your home improvement question 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Just call us at 1-888-MONEYPIT. Hey, speaking of floor squeaks, we recently put some carpet down the second floor of our house. And of course, now you'll never know when your kids are home. That That is the perfect time to address floor squeaks when you take, the, take them up. So, of course, I go up there and I very carefully nail down and screw down all the loose boards and I carefully go like foot by foot across the entire surface, absolutely confident that I got every single one. This sounds like there's a butt. The carpet installers leave and the first first step upstairs is like squeak right through the carpet. (laughs) It's like chasing them around the house. You can't always nail them down, but we will help you get close if you call us at 1-888-MONEYPIT. Up next, what can you do to your home that will make it seem roomier, save you money, and actually help strengthen your bones and teeth? Hmm, Now there's a riddle for you. That's a riddle. The answer is next. 888-MONEYPIT. Your lawn is a battleground. Good versus evil, weeds versus grass. Want to win the war? Then use Stay Green Weed and Feed found exclusively at Lowe's. 
It's the best defense because it kills weeds two times faster than anything we've ever made. And it controls 175 types of weeds while feeding your lawn. So drop by Lowe's today and pick up a secret weapon. Stay green, weed and feed. Proud partners of Bush Gardens. So AARP has a series of tips for homeowners who want to improve their homes, make them safer and more comfortable. And I found these tips on their website, aarp.org slash home design. In the bathroom alone, I widened the door, installed brighter light bulbs, and put non-slip surfacing on the floor tiles. Instead of wishing my house had improvements, I'm making them. To bring comfort, safety, and a future to any home, visit us online at aarp.org slash home design. The walls in your home hold memories, hopes, dreams, and quite possibly, mold. You see, traditional drywall has paper on both sides, which combined with moisture can allow conditions that cause mold. That's why more people are insisting on a new paperless drywall called Dens Armor from Georgia Pacific. Unlike conventional paper face drywall, Dens Armor has glass mat facings on both sides, and no paper on the surface means one less place for mold to get started. It's that simple and that revolutionary. If you eliminate the paper, you reduce the chances for mold. If you're building or remodeling, stop feeding mold by using Dens Armor. To find out more, go to stopfeedingmold.com or ask about it at your local building supply retailer. When it's time to choose a new entryway for your home, choose the brand more building professionals prefer, Thermatrue Doors. Thermatrue pioneered the fiberglass door. Today, Thermatrue Doors come in more styles and colors than any other brand. Classic Craft represents Thermatrue's premium collection. Fiber Classic is Thermatrue's original wood grain fiberglass door. Or choose Smooth Star Fiberglass for the look of smooth painted wood. But no matter which Thermatrue entryway you select, you've chosen the most preferred name in the business. Visit Thermatrue.com. Somewhere, a guy is tossing his golf clubs into the water. But you, you'd rather build, say, a burled maple coffee table. RYOBI Woodworking Tools let you do it. RYOBI gives you the power and precision you need to succeed at prices that help you get going. Of course, there's still some equipment involved, but it's power tools. And you don't have to wear those funny clothes to use them. RYOBI Power Tools. Professional features, affordable prices. RYOBI, exclusively at the Home Depot. That's just beautiful. Dad, can you make sure there are no monsters under my bed? Anything for you, princess. Don't forget the dust mites in my pillow. Uh, and the pollen, spores, and bacteria in the air. Uh, I'll cast a magic spell to make them disappear. Dad, this isn't a fairy tale. We need an April Air High Efficiency Air Cleaner to trap up to 99% of the harmful particles from our air. There's even an April Air Electronic Air Cleaner that traps viruses. Protect your family from bacteria, viruses, and other airborne impurities with an April Air High Efficiency Air Cleaner. April Air, the best in indoor air comforts. The Money Pit is brought to you by Thermatrue, the nation's leading manufacturer of fiberglass entry and patio door systems. Choose the brand more building professionals prefer and add up to $24,000 to the perceived value of your home. 
For more information, visit thermatrue.com. Making good homes better. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Reminding you to measure twice, cut once, and always keep a fire extinguisher handy because you <laughs> never know. <laughs> the number is 1-888-MONEYPIT. If you call us right now, you'll get the answer and a chance at winning this hour's prize, which is this very cool no-crank garden sink. The no-crank garden sink with hose reel is worth 100 bucks, And basically, it's a water-powered hose reel that makes rewinding and storing your hose totally effortless. It's got this water-powered engine that rewinds your hose. Wouldn't it be cool if you could have a water-powered engine for your car? That would be amazing. Think about how wonderful it would be for the environment. Maybe they're onto something here. All right, Tom. All right, so before the break, you riddled me this, Batman. What can you add to your home that's going to help make it seem more spacious, save you money, and possibly help strengthen your bones and teeth? Hmm. Well, it's a skylight, of course. That's right, Tom. In fact, skylights, not only can they open up room and bring in some natural light, they make small spaces seem larger and create energy-efficient possibilities that can actually help lower your utility bills. Plus, some studies show that people who are exposed to more sunlight may find a boost in their vitamin D, which is known to strengthen teeth and bones. Uh, But there is a big risk, a big headache, if your skylight is not installed correctly. You may end up with costly water damage. Yeah, like the ton of water coming in the hole Absolutely. In your roof. So, you know, when you're building skylights or any other roof detail, like the valleys, the rake edges, the chimneys, the ridges. Which are the weakest parts of the roof, right? right? All these places where roofs intersect, when things come through the roof or where they intersect, you have to take precautions. Otherwise, you're going to get uh, water problems there. You know, there's a product by Grace that's really the first of its kind. It's specifically designed for waterproofing these roof details, these tricky places. It's simply called roof detail membrane. It's it basically is just, just that. It means a flexible membrane that conforms really tightly to all the roof details, all of the places around the chimneys, the vents, the skylights where water can get in. You know, it's a little protection, but it can go a long way. If you put your skylight incorrectly with a product like that, it's going to last you a long time with no leaks. If you want more information on how to put in leak-free skylights, we can recommend this website. It's graceathome.com, graceathome.com. Or you can call us right now at one eight 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 Money Pit. Leslie, who's next? Talking home building with Peter in New Jersey on WABC. What can we do for you? Um, Thomas Edison built a number of uh, cement homes totally out of cement that are still standing. Yes. I was thinking of building maybe a cement dome home, and I was wondering, is there certain cements that are less toxic? And also, does cement have any disadvantages over a wooden house, for instance? Does it have more moisture uh, or any other negative environmental-like effects upon well, a concrete home is a very earth-friendly home. You mentioned a dome house. Uh, one thing to keep in mind is that if you if you build something that has a very unusual design like that, um, it may not have uh, the same return on investment as one that's more traditional. If you want to build a concrete home, clearly the best way to do that is with something called insulated concrete forms, ICF homes. Insulated concrete forms are basically forms that look like large foam blocks. They kind of look like huge Lego blocks. And the way you build an ICF house is you stack these blocks up into the shape of the exterior walls on a traditional footing. 
And then inside of these blocks, these foam blocks are hollow core, and you snap rebar and other types of reinforcing bar in inside the blocks, and then you pour from the top down the entire wall. And as the concrete hardens, the foam blocks stay in place, and you end up with a super insulated wall. A concrete home that's built that way needs a third less energy than a traditional home, be it wood or concrete. There's a terrific website that the Portland Cement Association put together years ago called Concrete Homes. Dot com that gives you lots of tips on that. But I've been a, a fan of ICF construction for, for many, many years. And what's also nice about this block technology is that once you're done, you don't have to have a house that looks concrete. You can actually attach wood siding to it if you want to blend in with your neighborhood. Well, thank you. And also, is there any um, kind of like more moisture with concrete than wood house or not really? No, not necessarily. The same moisture management principles apply. Good grading, good drainage, and you know proper humidity control inside the house. But it's got lots of advantages and, and and almost no disadvantages. It's super insulated, so it requires a smaller furnace, a smaller air conditioning system. It's also highly storm resistant. And if you build it right, with the exterior walls being the, the load-bearing structure, you can actually move walls around inside the house as your needs and family changes. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT. Talking with Tom in South Carolina, how can we help? Well, I have some kitchen cabinets that uh, I painted about uh, two three years ago. Okay. And I, I used the high-gloss oil-based paint. And I'm not really satisfied with the paint job that I have. And I was curious to know is what, what kind of paint would be best for kitchen cabinets. What kind of paint can I put on top of the oil base? Well, what are you not satisfied about? Is there markations that you don't like? Is it not wearing well? What don't you like about it? It's not wearing well. And I think it's because I didn't prepare the surface well before I painted? Most yeah. likely. Yeah, because preparation is, is, really, is really the key. And if you didn't prepare it well, then you're not going to be happy with the results, Tom. Um, you chose, by the way, the best paint, which is an oil-based paint for kitchen cabinets. And the reason I say that is because it's the most durable. It clearly is harder than a latex product. So what we would recommend is to, re to sand those cabinets as best as you possibly mm -hmm. can. And you don't have to start off sanding them. You can use a chemical stripper to right. help break up that paint. One that I've used um, with some success is called Rock Miracle. And it's okay. kind of pasty so it goes on almost like a rubber cement and you can actually see it change as it works and um, then you know use a wire brush but don't be too aggressive with it because you don't want to damage the surface and try to get down as far as you can and then you can go ahead and sand it and that should give you a pretty clean surface of course then use a tack cloth and make sure you get rid of all the dust and a paintbrush, you know, a plain dry paintbrush is a good way to get into all the nooks and crannies to get rid of all the extra dust. And once everything is clean... And just in case, I would also recommend that you use a primer. Because oh, you can't yeah. go wrong by putting an extra layer of primer on. Because primer is really the, the material that gives you a neutral surface... It floats out nice, and it gives you a great surface for the, for the top coat to stick. So sand it down, get it real clean, add a primer, and then top coat it again. Now, I don't know what you didn't like about the oil finish you had before. High gloss is risky. If you use a semi-gloss, you, know, you can have a less than perfect you know, paint application and have it mm -hmm. still look good. When you make it really shiny, everything shows. Also, there are additives, Tom, that you can add to your paint. Um, the Flood Company makes one called Floatrol and Penetrol. One is for oil-based, one is for latex. I can't remember which is which at this moment. But it helps to make sure that you don't get brush marks or any sort of dings that you might see in the paint in case you, you know, skip a brush stroke or miss a space. It helps to sort of keep things fluid a little bit longer so that they look smoother. 
And also, if you're thinking about refinishing these cabinets, if you're thinking about changing your hardware or the type of hardware or the hardware location, make sure you fill those holes and drill your new ones before you go about refinishing so you can make sure everything's dry and smooth and nice. Very good. I never would have thought of that. Appreciate your help. Making good homes better every single day. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. Up next, let's talk barrier-free baths. It's a great idea. It's a gorgeous way to update your bathroom, and it's a bathroom that has no barriers and is easy to use regardless of age. What do you do to create one? How exactly is it done? What's the step-by-step? We're going to get tips from our expert, Kevin Ireton, the editor of Fine Home Building Magazine, after this. You live in a Money Pit. This portion of the Money Pit is brought to you by RYOBI, manufacturer of professional feature power tools and accessories with an affordable price for the do-it-yourselfer. RYOBI Power Tools, pro features, affordable price. Available exclusively at The Home Depot. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. Call us now with your home improvement question. The number is 1-888-MONEY-PIT, 888-666-3974. Call us now if you're thinking about making a bath upgrade to your house. Perhaps your bath is looking a little tired. Well, there are some new ways to construct baths that are much more accessible, and we're going to talk about that right now. Yeah, actually, they're called Euro baths, and they get that name because that's actually where that design concept started from. But this bathroom design is getting more and more popular on this side of the Atlantic right here in the U.S. It's a bathroom with no boundaries, no distinction between the shower and the rest of the room. Open plan. You know, it's a perfect design for disabled homeowners. But I got to tell you, when I lived in Europe, I went to an architectural school in Europe. And Leslie, when I moved in to the the dorm, it was called a collegium that I stayed in, (laughs) and I, I looked at the bathroom i was like uh where's the shower yeah, and they all use the handheld shower heads well, and you want to spray everything with water but you're like oh i can't yeah, i was like where's the shower and then i saw this like very strange large curtain and i was like the shower was like built into the bathroom and it was really strange they looked down the floor there's the drain so that was the euro bath and now like many things in architecture that design is coming across the water so to speak and it's really high end when done right it, it is and it's gorgeous and with us to talk about that is Kevin Ireton Kevin of course is the editor of Fine Home Building magazine hey Kevin hi guys how you doing have you been to Europe and actually walked into these one of these euro baths and just asked yourself where was the shower i have um, and, and, and it's just a wonderful feeling. I think in, you know, in most houses, the most obnoxious thing is the shower curtain. And in a lot Unless of these kinds of bathrooms... Unless you sew a beautiful one out of fabric with love and care. That's, that's true. <laughs> but, you know, in a lot of these, these kind of Euro baths, I mean, there literally is no shower curtain. I mean, you're just sort of standing in a corner of the bathroom, and because the floor <laughs> is sloped to drain and everything's tiled, it doesn't matter if it gets wet. Yeah, you need a squeegee, though, to kind of dry you off dry the walls. dry the tiles. The that's, that's true. You do have to be careful about things getting slippery. You have to pick the right tiles. Yeah, and how do you, I mean, I guess the most important thing would then be the pitch of the floor. That's the trickiest part, and that's the detail that we just recently covered in our, in our latest issue. What you do is you build what's called a mortar bed floor, which literally means it's a thin layer of mortar or concrete. Um, but then the floor has to be sloped to drain. And that's part of the reason why you want that thickness, thick mortar bed, is that you can... So you do the slope with the mortar itself, in other words, you pour the mortar and then slope it towards the drain, so the mortar actually picks up the height of the floor a couple of inches? That's, that's the main trick, although in some circumstances, if, if you're in, a, in new construction, you can actually frame 
I mean, typically what happens is that the, the area where the shower actually is has a fairly strong slope to it. Mm-hmm. Other parts then of the bathroom are leveled off where the tub sits and where the, where the vanity would sit. Um, and in some cases, you can actually recess the framing in the area where the, where the shower is actually going to be. To make that area even more sloped or more pronounced on its own. Exactly. But then the process of creating that slope is kind of a tricky one for the tile setter because um, he has to be a bit of a sculptor as he creates those recesses. Well, then I guess also then tile choice is going to be extremely important on how this all plays out. Absolutely. And one of the things to keep in mind there is that you kind of want smaller tiles. Yeah, because big tiles don't bend. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and so the the smaller, the better. And I think most most tile setters would say, you know, four inch or smaller, you know, as the mosaics are the, are the best kind of thing to create because they they will flow with those recesses. Now, Kevin, I wonder if building a Euro bath is any more or less expensive than building a traditional bath, because when you build a traditional bath, you have the expense of the shower pan or the shower stall, whatever treatment is on those walls. Do you find that there's a significant cost difference either way with building a bath that's like this? I think it depends totally on whether, if you're talking that you were going to do a custom shower stall anyway, then there probably isn't a huge difference. But if you were going to put in a, you know, a fiberglass shower pan and tile the walls above the shower pan, then that's definitely going to be a less expensive approach. I mean, and it seems like this concept of this open plan bath, not only can it be quite gorgeous, because as you mentioned with the small mosaic tiles, there are so many companies that are doing these mosaics, not in just a color blend, but in really interesting patterns that really play out a very specific design style. So you get something aesthetically pleasing, but also, you know, almost conducive to universal design. Absolutely. I mean, we haven't even talked about the fact that, especially with us aging baby boomers, Tom and I at least, Leslie, I know you're not in that group, um, but, you know, this, a bathroom like this where there's no curb, there's no tub that you have to step over, not only creates this, this elegant feeling, but also creates a bathroom that a person in a wheelchair can use or someone with, in a walker you know, it becomes a much more accessible kind of a, a showering arrangement. And it's just an interesting concept. I know I spent some time in Greece visiting a friend, and I always felt compelled to, just because I could, spray every tile surface with the handheld shower sprayer, just because I, I wasn't allowed at home. Everything was so sealed off and confined. <laughs> so I found myself just sort of having fun and spraying all tile surfaces. But I guess... Well, it makes cleanup a, a breeze. Yeah, really easy. But you got to watch where you put your towels, though, when you're showering. <laughs> exactly. But it does make a lot of sense and they really especially i think in a smaller bathroom scenario it tends to feel like you have a lot more space yeah it would definitely save room without having to find room for the shower stall itself kevin ired an editor of fine home building magazine thanks for stopping by the money pit great information as always you can read more about barrier-free baths in the current issue of fine home building magazine which is on newsstands now or online at finehomebuilding.com all right folks well we were talking earlier about curb appeal and you might be wondering what is curb appeal well if you're planning on selling your home anytime soon it's the most important thing that you should be considering when we come back we're going to tell you one improvement that can add to your curb appeal and your asking price so stick around 
Dad, can you make sure there are no monsters under my bed? Anything for you, Princess. Don't forget the dust mites in my pillow. Uh, and the pollen, spores, and bacteria in the air. Uh, I'll cast a magic spell to make them disappear. Dad, this isn't a fairy tale. We need an April Air High Efficiency Air Cleaner to trap up to 99% of the harmful particles from our air. There's even an April Air Electronic Air Cleaner that traps viruses. Protect your family from bacteria, viruses, and other airborne impurities with an April Air High Efficiency Air Cleaner. April Air, the best in indoor air comfort. Look at your lawn. Is it in sorry shape? No lush, green, healthy grass? Sounds like your lawn could use a good stick-to-the-ribs meal, chock full of nutrients. So feed it already with Stay Green Extended Feed Turf Fertilizer, found exclusively at Lowe's. Just one application of Stay Green Extended Feed has nutrients your lawn hungers for to keep it green for up to five months. Pick up a bag at Lowe's today. Stay Green, proud partners of Bush Gardens. Table saw. 18 volt drill driver. 8 piece combo kit. You don't have to just wish you had the power tools you really want. With Ryobi, you can actually afford them. Ryobi Power Tools. Professional features, affordable prices. And they sound really good, too. Ryobi. Exclusively at the Home Depot. Give your home an attraction that reaches all the way to the curb at a Classic Craft fiberglass entryway from Thermatru. Classic Craft, a stunning AccuGrain technology, captures all the beauty and luxury of premium hardwood, but won't split, crack, or rot. Add a sparkling custom touch with decorative glass door tiles, side lights, and transom, too. When you do, studies show your home's perceived value rises as much as 6%. Let the curb appeal of a classic craft entryway enhance your home's look and value. Visit Thermatrue.com. I want to keep my home for as long as I can because there are a lot of memories here. I read a little bit about making my house more comfortable and wanted to make my mom's house safer too. AARP told me about making mom's bedroom door wider and taping down her floor rugs. And I added handrails to our staircases. It was all simple and inexpensive thanks to AARP's tips. Now our homes fit our lifestyles and are ready for years to come. To bring comfort, safety, and a future to any home, visit us online at aarp.org slash home design. AOL's new real estate site has answers for just about everything a homeowner, buyer, seller, or renter may have. In fact, it's like they're reading your mind. Hello? Hello? Who said that? Me, down here. I'm AOL Real Estate. Got any questions about your house? Um, well, I feel a little strange talking to a website, but I do have a question about wooden siding. I live near a wooded area, and sometimes... Aluminum pie pans. I beg your pardon? Aluminum pie pans. Hang them from your eaves. Scares the bejeevers out of them woodpeckers. Wow, that's what I was thinking. Okay, I have a 60s-style bungalow, and every once in a while... Four-inch retro-style moisture-proof tile in your bath. Lose that wet dog smell. That was weird. Okay, concrete driveway and... Vapor permeable sealer. Makes spills yesterday. Pink paint. Lead composition. Stabilize with 3-in-1 primer. Paint over with an Aegean blue to match your eyes. I think I love you. AOL Real Estate. So smart, it's amazing. Go to realestate.aol.com to see our own answer man, Tom Kreitler, in action.
portion of the Money Pit is brought to you by Dense Armor Plus, the revolutionary paperless drywall from Georgia Pacific. Making good homes better. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Pick up your phone right now. We have three lines open and waiting for you. Let us give you a hand. You want to know how much your project should cost? You want to know how not to get ripped off when starting a project? Do you want to know if it's a project you can do yourself or get a pro to help? Call us right now. We'll give you the answer one eight 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 Money Pit. So earlier we were talking about the value of curb appeal and really we were how it can benefit your home. And you know what? It can benefit your neighbors as well. Because I know a couple of people on my block whose outside of their houses are looking a little worse for the wear. And in fact, the verdict is in. Experts agree that landscaping is the least expensive way to improve your home's first impression and increase your chances for a quick sale at an increased price. In fact, studies are showing that spending just $500 on landscaping can add as much as $5,000 to your selling price. Wow. So you do the math. It's a good investment. Absolutely. And so is calling us right now at one eight 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 Money Pit, the call that's worth more than what you paid for because it's free. <laughs> we see so we set a standard that's easy to achieve. We like to under promise and over deliver. One eight 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 Money Pit. Leslie, who's next? Alice in New Hampshire's got a leaky roof but can't find that water source. Hopefully we can help. Tell us about it, Alice. Oh hi. Um this water source would be on the on the roof. And it appears in my second-story bathroom, which is over my first. But um, I built this house in 71, and this thing appeared, oh, it took years, maybe six or seven or somewhere in there years before I saw this and then repainted. just don't know how to get rid of it. I had the roof done over, and it's, and I pointed that out. I said, there's a problem. I showed the, the roofers back in 88 when they did the roof again, and it it's come back. Alice, that was 19 years ago when they did the roof. I know exactly what's causing that leak in your house. The reason it's leaking is because the vent pipe from the bathroom is going through the roof right over that area. And around the vent pipe, there's a piece of flashing. And if that flashing was last installed with a new roof in 1988, 19 years ago, it's time for a new one. These don't last oh, 19 years. The vent pipe. The vent pipe. You don't need a new vent pipe. You need a it's new flashing, flashing piece around it. around it. It's like a rubber donut uh, with an aluminum surround that fits on top of that pipe. And it breaks down from exposure to sunlight. It breaks down in five years, let alone 19 years. Oh, yes. I have a lot of sun there. Okay. Uh, yeah. And so that's what's causing your leak. If you get that fixed, the water's not going to come in anymore. Probably it's worse when you get a driving rain and it pours against that uh, that area at an angle. But uh, that's clearly what's happening. And it's easy to diagnose a leak over a bathroom because there's always a big old vent pipe that goes right through that. Thank you. Yeah, I know that roof still seems new to you, but 19 years old is pre- pretty old roof, Alice. So it's time for a repair at the least. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. In Alabama, you can find the Money Pit on WRJM, just like David does. What can we do for you and your Money Pit? I, I had a question about uh, my house and putting in hardwood floors versus laminate. Um, my house is uh, fairly new. We're the first occupants. And um, uh, my wife wants laminate, but I want hardwood and it's only worth about 80 maybe 85,000 would we get the value when we sold it in several years if we put hardwood versus you know the cheaper what are we talking about uh, where in the house uh the bulk of the house it's a three bedroom two bath and we're going to put it in the living room dining room and kitchen 
I think you're probably going to get better um, ROI if you're concerned about resale by putting in real wood versus laminate. Well, as good is as it lamin- a single floor house? Or are you going right on concrete slab? Is it many stories? Um, it's a single story uh, on concrete slab. Uh, you can put wood floor down, but it has to be engineered hardwood. Engineered hardwood is made just like plywood is it's made. It's like with the opposing... compromise of hardwood. Yeah. It's a hardwood that can go many places in the house. Yeah, and I'd recommend the pre-finished uh, because the finishes today are, are very, very durable. And look at the grades carefully. Um, you know, they have residential grades and commercial grades, and the commercial grade stuff is, is virtually indestructible. It's just a lot tougher. And so um, that would give you a really long-term, uh, good-looking wood floor that would contribute to resale. As good as laminate is, I'd still think that hardwood floor, um, engineered or solid, is going to give you a better ROI when it come time, comes time to sell. People will just automatically know, or, or well, it, can you fool them? You mean if you put down laminate? Yeah, um, you could, but not in the listing when they ask you about floor type, and you're going to have to say laminate, even though it looks like hardwood. I mean, but the difference is that laminate can go anywhere. If you're dealing with high moisture, laminate's an excellent choice. It can look like anything. So if you didn't want it to look like wood, it could be anything else under the sun. It's going to be probably similar in price if you were to go higher end on the laminates to the engineered hardwood. But it's very important when you look at the hardwoods, go engineered. Otherwise, you really cannot put a solid hardwood on the concrete. Yeah, it'll warp and twist and you'll be very unhappy. You know, there's a good book online at the website for Armstrong Floor. It's the Complete Guide to Flooring, and it has all of the, uh, the the strengths and the weaknesses of various types of floors. You might want to print that out. It's about 40 pages, and uh, take a good read through of that. But I think you'll find that uh, wood flooring, engineered wood flooring, is probably a great choice here. Okay, I appreciate it. You're welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT. Making good homes better. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. Up next, we're going to take an email from one listener who's having a really hard time tracing a water leak. It's contributing to a mildew growth problem. We're going to tackle that after this. You live in a money pit. Making good homes better. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Are you an allergy sufferer, Leslie? I am, actually. Constantly in the spring and the fall, I'm on the meds. It is the season. That's right. Spring is the allergy season. But, you know, outdoor conditions may not be the only reasons that you are sniffling and sneezing. The EPA has named indoor air pollution as one of the top five environmental health risks. In fact, the EPA is also saying that indoor air can actually be a hundred times more polluted than outdoor air. And think about it. You've got those windows closed. You're breathing that air over and over again. So no wonder why you're sneezing. Coming up in our next e-newsletter, what you can do at your home to help you breathe more easily. If you're not a subscriber to our e-newsletter, why not sign up now at moneypit.com. It's free. It comes into your inbox every Friday. And while you're at our website getting lots of valuable information at moneypit.com. You can also click on Ask Tom and Leslie. And here we have an email from Alan in Cantonment, Florida. That's a crazy name. I have noted that the area around where the shower head water supply lines penetrate the drywall of the bathroom remains damp and is susceptible to mildew growth. The wall opposite the area in the question shows no water stains or indications of water damage. Where do you think the dampness is originating and how can it be controlled? Alan, 
Alan, the problem is you. You are the problem. How you can think you... he's just splashing around? Yeah, he's in the, he's in between the water stream and the and the wall. When you stand and take a shower, think about it. The water hits you and splashes back towards the shower head. So that's why that wall has got more mildew on it than the opposite wall, which you're basically protecting with your bod. And it seems like there's no tile or anything over there. He's saying it's just drywall. Yeah, the only thing you can really do in this situation is a clean all the mildew off. Use a bleach solution, probably a ten to twenty percent bleach solution to spray on the wall, scrub off all Kill of the mold, mold and the mildew, right? Get that done. And then use a bath paint that has a mildew site in it. Most of the bath paints do have a mildew site additive, and that's going to fight it uh, from coming back. And they're also more easily cleanable as well. They put something in the paint to make it so that you can scrub it and clean it. That's why they're made for bathrooms. Absolutely. And that's the best way to try to keep that mildew in check. All right, here is another one from Cindy in Burke, Virginia, who writes, I have a sump pump at the basement, which runs every five minutes. It also runs often after a rain. So much water is flowing into the sump pump. Any suggestions or solutions? Well, it runs every five minutes, but more often after after yeah. a rain. So then it runs every minute. It basically then never shuts continually. off. Um, First things first, Cindy, if you have uh, any type of water problem that is worse after rainfall, the problem is always outside your house. The problem is your gutter system is probably blocked. It's overflowing. It's dumping water near the foundation. Your downspouts are blocked. They're depositing the water by the foundation. Your grating is off. And all that water will leak through the wall. It'll fall through hollow block walls. It'll push under footings and come up. And that is what's getting to the sump pump. So you need to deal with that. Secondly, check the discharge on that sump pump. It may be that you're dumping that water out of the sump pump close right to the foundation. Right back into the foundation. Right, which is like a dog chasing its tail. You know, it's just going in circles. The water's going out. It's going back down through the foundation and back in. So check the discharge. But if you have water problems that are worse after a rain, it's always grading. It's always drainage. And the good news is it's always easy to fix. All right. Good work, Cindy. Get to it and you'll have a nice dry basement before you know it. You've been listening to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show, where we believe you can never have too many power tools. And there's more than one way to get a power tool. You can buy it or you can rent it. So coming up next week, we're going to give you some tips that you can apply to those instances where you need a tool, don't want to buy it, but just want to rent it. That's coming up next week on the program. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone.